0: we're on a mission to democratise entrepreneurial education and on the way to building one of the largest online schools in the world for entrepreneurs. We interview some of the greatest founders of our generation to find out how they did it so you can too. However, in this series, we're working with our students in the community who are deep within the process of building their own successful business. These are the founders of Tomorrow, who have stood where you are and on the way to building the business of their dreams. Now, before we jump in, our lawyers have told us to tell you this. Of course, we can't guarantee you'll have the results like some of the stories we're about to share. And as you know, with any business, it's a lot of hard work in addition to completing any online course. With that said, welcome to From Zero to Founder. Hi, guys, Molly here. I'm Founders Community Manager, and welcome back to the series From Zero to Founder. Today I'm sitting down with our Start and Scale students, Abby and Danny, who are speaking about their organic baby company, Bows and Babes. They managed to make over $800 in their first month, and I'm really excited to sit down and speak with them today. So let's just jump straight into it. Hi, guys, why not start by introducing yourselves and telling me a little bit more about your business?
1: Hi, uh, thanks for having us. I'm Abby. I'm Danny. Uh, we just started our company, Bosom and Babes, which is um, an organic children's clothing company. So we do age newborn to six years and it's, yeah, it's all made from organic, uh, 100% organic cotton. And yeah, one of our kind of UVPs is that... We want to um, give our customers the opportunity to send their clothing back once the baby's outgrown them and we'll donate them to domestic violence and homeless shelters.
0: Absolutely amazing and incredible work that you've done, even just on that unique um, selling point there. And I think it's amazing what the work that you're doing. But to begin, why not take us back a little bit? So before you started your business, what were both of you doing prior to this?
2: Sure. So. Um... This has a little bit to do, this business has a little bit to do with what I was doing prior. Um, I'm a graphic designer by trade, and I work a lot with apparel. Uh, So I kind of went in that direction, well, probably about a decade ago. And uh, she actually, well, I'll let her tell the story. It was her idea to come up with it.
1: Well, we were looking for um, a new business venture, and we wanted something that was... um, you know, just something a little bit more unique. So we were looking at, you know, potentially using like recycled plastics or something like that. And my best friend found out she was pregnant and I wanted to get her like a little baby bodysuit and get him to print something on it for her as a gift. And we just kind of snowballed from there and ended up with just organic cotton. And um, I'm a voice actor by trade, so it's completely different to to what we're doing here. But it was kind of his business that inspired us to like go down that road. And I still do voice acting. That's kind of my main business. And then this is the the second business that we've kind of taken on together.
2: It helped a little bit to have some of the equipment. Uh, We had a little bit of like a head start. Mm -hmm. Um, But... It's you know it's a lot of work too when you're doing everything in house. Yeah, we you gotta uh, manage it all.
1: Because w- one of the things that we're doing is we're we're printing the all, all of the the pieces of clothing. So we've created like uplifting and inspiring designs that are. Su- intended to be kind of timeless and motivational you know so whoever sees them whether it's you know a a kid that's doing great and everything's wonderful and they have a happy home upbringing or if it's somebody that's in a shelter and in a really um you know a really difficult place in their lives then they might see this and just feel um you know inspired or uplifted or yeah just make them feel a bit better about themselves
0: I think it's a great harmony that you have between both of your past experiences to create something really great. And once again, I really love that, uh, you know, the donation aspect, which we will talk about a little bit more further in this episode. But I, I even myself went and had a look at your website before this. And I love the can we ever cuddle and I have came planted here or born explorer. And there's just really fun quotes. So I can definitely know the direction that you're going, even just by browsing through your website. And Danny, with your experience in graphic design, did you kind of find the elements um, of the creative side just come a lot more naturally in terms of creating the different pieces, exploring the website and things like that.
2: It's actually really funny because you would think as the graphic designer out of us two, I was the one who did everything uh, as far as design wise, but that was actually all her. Uh, yeah. She took my iPad and she would draw every night. I would come home and see her drawing every night and she took to it really well. She learned pretty quickly. Well, um, she, she did a good did- job with it.
1: I actually did graphic design at school as well, but um, nowhere near to the level that Danny did. So like, I've come from a creative background, but just a little bit different. But you know, we worked together on it. So, you know, I would kind of start a design and then he would like finish it.
2: Do More of the uh, typography aspect Mm -hmm. of the designs was my...
0: Yeah, that was all him. (laughs) Yeah, your specialty there. Yeah, no, they're incredible. And you've definitely done a great work when it comes to teamwork, if you know that's how it went to be, because that's how the best things happen. And I love the backstory of how you kind of discovered your business, having a pregnant friend and trying to find alternatives. When you were looking for these alternatives, was it something that you just... Were drawn to in wanting something that was sustainable from your, maybe your background or, or your morals and things like that? And you just couldn't find anything and you found the gap in the market that way? Or did you find some competitors and think, no, I can make this better? You
1: know, it's funny, it, it really just was born from, uh, you know, internal ideas. And we really didn't do research on what was already out there in terms of organic clothing. It wasn't until we kind of had the idea that we then looked at what what was already out there, and there is a couple of big companies out there that are doing organic clothing, and I think that that's just going to grow and grow as people become more aware of, you know, sustainability, and you know, people are just becoming more conscious of, um, you know, what's going on their baby's skin, and you know, I think some people we talked to, we talked to friends about it when we were trying to decide, um, you know, about going forward with the business. And, you know, some people said, well, you know, we were fine, so they'll be fine kind of attitude. But I think things are changing. And, you know, after doing a lot of research myself about the chemicals involved in growing conventional cotton, that's getting more and more and bigger and bigger. And they're using more and more chemicals. And that that's ch- it's not the same as it was when we were kids, you know. So I think as people become more aware of things like that, and you know sustainability like i said protecting the earth it's it's such a big deal it's a big conversation right now i think it's just going to become a more um you know people are are going to want organic more than ever
2: i think a lot of our research came more towards after having the idea Mm -hmm. we kind of went with the idea and rolled with it and then started doing our research a little more ordering from similar companies and seeing how they package and Uh, you know just the verbiage they use and stuff like that and but we wanted to be a little bit different as far as because Abby used to work with uh, in um, a violent shelter and uh, that was like something completely different that we felt that we could bring to the table with this Um, because we didn't want to be just another organic Mm. marketing company or clothing company
0: and you've definitely separated yourself from every other competitor and you have such a great mission and such a great ethos about it and I applaud you for that because it is really great and I just loved even exploring more on your Instagram and and your website how how passionate you both are about this it's not just making money and and trying to have a business it's actually trying to do something better for others so I I really do commend you both on that because it is very apparent that this is what you're trying to do And, and it's really really great but Talking more about uh, your validation side of things before we talk about manufacturing, you mentioned how you kind of asked family and friends about the product. What was some of the feedback you were getting that kind of helped to solidify that this is something that we need to do and we need to find manufacturers to help us? Was it the, I guess there's so much fast fashion and so much pollution that would have been a main one, but um, was it babies with skin conditions that, you know, might have eczema and things like that from friends or, or what was kind of the validation you were getting? I don't have the, I don't have that the the uh, kind of surveys that we did in front of me right now. But
1: there was definitely um, it was uh, it was at least fifty percent of people were either interested in buying organic cotton because they already knew about it or wanted to know more because it was something that they wanted to explore. Um, You know, it was it was big numbers that that people thought that um, that it was important to them, and uh, you know. uh, I've only had good responses in terms of, you know, our mission and wanting to give back too. And, you know, I've learned a lot through, um, through actually through my voiceover business um, because I get to, to get a lot of insight and uh, into other businesses and things going on in the world, you know, and, it, and it's very apparent that people want to do good things. They want to give back, but often they need to be, they, they kind of need to be handed it on a plate. Like people want to do good things, but especially during the pandemic, things are so difficult for themselves. You really have, to, people really scaled it back and said, okay, I just need to focus on me. And they want to do good things, but it kind of has just to be handed to them. And so that's why we wanted to make it as easy as possible for people to be able to give back, which is why we offer the free returns. So the only thing that people have to do is put it in the mail. And then we'll take care of the rest.
2: Even even our bags have two flaps on them. So if you keep our mm. organic bag, you can reseal uh, it and send it back to us.
1: Yeah, we just wanted to make it as easy as possible. So we felt that people were were very interested and open to... To what we what we were interested in doing, and that's what yeah that was kind of our validation.
0: Hmm. It's yeah incredible, and I love even how you just mentioned there, Danny, where the the bags are re, resealable and reusable. Because I know as a consumer, anything that has a return, and I can reuse that bag a it makes my life so much easier but b it's less plastic and less you know difficulty like you mentioned it is a bit hard when you're trying to do the right thing as as much as people probably wouldn't want to admit it but i think it's really really great the steps you're doing to try and make it as easy as possible and I would love to talk to you more now about manufacturing uh, because a lot of people that go through the Start and Scale program have questions about how to find manufacturers, how to have good relationships with manufacturers. What was your experience trying to find someone that was on the same page as you in terms of what you wanted to actually create?
1: Yeah, so I mean, we... We knew we wanted um, organic cotton. And obviously, you know, Danny said he has a, he's a graphic designer and he has an apparel business already. So we kind of had a step a- ahead in that sense because he already has the equipment to do silk screening and, and um, direct-to-garment printing. So we wanted to kind of establish the business and kind of get moving with the business. And so we found a wholesaler um, of the products already, and we love them. They have a great reputation. They have fantastic products, and it was really the the quality that we wanted to go with. And so we have we kind of had the security to be able to start ordering from the wholesaler and uh, customize the designs onto our products, and then send them from there. But we are actually starting to now look into having our own products. Uh, manufactured abroad so whether it's going to be in China or in India um, you know following the the advice from the Start and Scale course you know we've kind of taken that that route too um, which was amazing we wouldn't be where we are without it. Um, but I yeah. think
2: that's that's going to be the most exciting for us
1: because mm,
2: sure. it's really cool to see our prints come to life but I've been doing that for so long that I think having our own clothing is definitely what excites me like just having our name on something that we created, um, from scratch is that, that's going to be cool.
1: Yeah.
2: And even the, the clothing that we're buying wholesale right now, when we make purchases to them, they do a lot with their sales t- for children as well. So it just it keeps yeah. uh, snowballing and it continues to, to do good.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was definitely the thing that solidified us ordering from the wholesaler that we're using because they already, um, you know, they, they are, um, they use sweat free, uh, sweatshop free facilities. And, uh, they also do different things each month for different charities and such. So even us buying from the the wholesaler, it's, it's contributing to, to good with different things there, but then we're also doing this other thing. And so I also didn't want to overwhelm people when we tell, uh, customers about our mission I didn't want to confuse things by addressing that too much on our website because I feel like that might be like well wait okay are they donating to domestic violence shelters and homeless shelters or are they doing this it was kind of it was a lot um but that is
0: that is something that we thought well that's just an a, an extra for us you know mm-hmm. I definitely do and I think it's something that you touched upon having that excitement in terms of putting your name on your own own uh clothing is really, really special and I'm sure you guys will definitely get there and I'm excited to hopefully have that update when you do. But from the pieces that you have now from the wholesaler, correct me if I'm wrong, you've got tops, bottoms, sets and jumpsuits, I believe. How did you kind of establish what um, pieces of clothing you wanted to bring out um, and, and launch your business with?
1: Yeah, I think so that we offer, there's like, bodysuits, rompers, so like the long sleeves uh, and long legs. And then we've got t-shirts, sweaters and bottoms. So we we just wanted to establish like a kind of just a a base range of clothing for babies up to six years old, um, as I mentioned before, because obviously the the bodysuits and things we only do up to like 18 months or 24 months. And then beyond that, we have the the t-shirts and sweaters and, and bottoms. So kind of something to appeal to everybody up until that age.
2: Yeah. For me, um, a lot of the wholesale stuff that we, that I, that I do is very limited. So it would just be like a bodysuit or a kid's t-shirt and that would be it. And so for us to like, like, again, like just doing something different, it, it added to the excitement, like, uh, Just like we have something like gowns Mm -hmm. and they're they're adorable, like Mm -hmm. infant gowns. And that's something I couldn't do before. But now we have access to just little things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So it offers a little bit of variety that you can't just go on any site and find, you know.
0: And it seems like just from my impression, you're both very creative people and to have that outlet and and as you mentioned, Danny, experiment on new pieces of clothing is always exciting and probably just keep that spark alive and, and that passion alive, which is incredible as well. But let's now, you talked about how you do your own printing. Once you kind of established the typography, the designs you wanted, and you printed it on your first garment that you got received from the wholesaler, what was that feeling like to have that in your hands and be like, this is what we're going to be selling and donating to, to people who need it most? What was that feeling like for you both?
2: I think the first thing I said is it smells really good. <laughs> the organic clothing. <laughs> it,
0: does, it does.
1: It smells really like earthy. It's, it's kind of weird to say, but um, but yeah, definitely seeing the designs on the clothing was like, it was definitely a moment to be like, wow, this is happening. But for me, the real moment was the, the photo shoot. So we got a bunch of friends and friends of friends that came by. We, we got a photographer and we ended up, we ended up over two days doing about 30 children and just all the different pieces, different colors, different designs. Um, and it was just so incredible to see these tiny little people running around in, in our designs. Yeah. Like that's what we, we made this, you know, and it was, it was, I think for me more so than for you, because you've been doing, he's had this business for so long already, but this was something new, completely new for me, but also new for us together. So yeah, that was really exciting to see it come to life and to know that the, the, these clothes are going to have a journey and that's, uh, yeah, just super exciting.
2: And I also, I went to college for package design and that was what I wanted to do out a college. And I didn't really get to do that too much with my company um, and printing clothing and stuff like that because you're printing in quantities. And with this, we actually got to put like a whole nice package together um, from wrapping the clothing to the, the hang tags on the clothing. Um, even the, like I was mentioning, the um, packaging to ship it has two different seals on it and we have our logo printed on it and that's organic as well
1: yeah it's recycled 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 material yeah
2: um so it was just it was nice it was like our our final stamp on after printing the shirt is Mm -hmm. to like just package it and see it as like one nice Mm hole
0: and I think also you know having that all that hard work and all that effort to be seen and and to be put into something like a photograph and to use on socials and websites that would have been such a a lovely feeling and and as you touched upon seeing something that can be almost generational i know i had two older sisters i got all the hand-me-downs i could imagine and we've donated a lot of clothing and i still do today and it's so nice um, seeing other people love those clothing and I know my cousins and their friends and their family, it's just so, so beautiful. And it's, and it's a nice history behind clothing as well. So I think that's amazing. And I love that you touched upon package design because that was my next question. What's your user journey like in terms of once they order receiving the package, what's that look like? And how did you kind of design all of those different elements?
2: I think a lot of it was, um, A lot of our stuff is very simple and clean and modern looking. Um, So our packaging is that as well. Um, We got like little stickers with our logo printed on them that we just kind of seal at the end of wrapping it in tissue paper. Um, And then we have like a postcard that her and I wrote together uh, that we put in every order, just thanking them and letting them know, you know, what they did for us and for future people, uh, children wearing their clothing. Um, yeah, what the, thank, else is in the, the
1: thank you. Well, the thank you note also just, uh, lets them know, uh, what to do when, when the baby's grown out, of uh, for clothes. So when they're ready to return them, they just send us an email and we'll send them a, a returns, uh, label, and they can go ahead and send it back just so they make sure that they, they know, because if it wasn't clear on the website when they ordered the clothes, at least when they get the thank you note, hopefully they they read it and see that you know it's a really simple process. They can just send them back to us.
0: Hey there, Nathan Chan here, CEO and publisher of Founder Magazine. If you're enjoying From Zero to Founder. And you want to learn from some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation, then I highly recommend you also subscribe and check out the Founder Podcast. We talk to some of the most successful people on the planet to discover how they're building their businesses. So you can take a front row seat as we go deep and we learn from some of the founders of brands like Netflix, Dropbox, Reebok, and so many more and how they built these companies. You can find the Founder Magazine podcast with Nathan Chan on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe. All right, now let's get back into the show. The process of actually designing the boxes and all the swing tags, as you mentioned, did you both design them together at home and then you kind of made them come to life as well?
1: I mean, honestly, the the Danny really took the lead with the the hang tags and pretty much all the packaging. Um, the the uh, like you said, it's it's pretty simple, clean. Um, you know, especially our, our mailer bags, which as I said, they're recycled plastic. They just have our logo on. It's pretty simple. I mean, we we went through everything together, but he definitely um, took the lead on you know designing the the hang tags, just I, little you know. message and stuff.
2: Yeah, I kind of just did a little bit of research on what companies we might want to use for that. Uh, we used a bunch of different uh, companies mm-hmm. for everything that we did, whether it was the hang tags or the, uh, the the mailers and stuff like that. And then I kind of just presented it to the boss over here and <laughs> she decided which one was best and then I went with it.
1: Yeah, and I think almost all of our, our packaging products are uh, recycled.
0: Yeah, almost
2: yeah, all tags, of it. Hang tags, yep.
0: That's amazing. And once again, just reaffirms that mission that you guys have and um, everything like that, which is really, really beautiful. But once you kind of had the uh, photo shoot done, all the packaging elements done, next was marketing. How did you you kind of approach marketing? Was it a social media approach? Was it Facebook ads? Talk me through how you kind of got your your business out there in the mouths of others.
1: Yeah,
2: Uh, I I think that's I think marketing is the hardest part of all of this
0: yeah it definitely has been for us
1: and i understand you know depending on what your product is it depends you know i'm sure that manufacturing could be a huge issue for some people but we kind of had a a foot in with that because of his business obviously but so marketing definitely is is uh is an ongoing thing for us you know we're trying to figure it out but we we created the instagram and and i've i i want to offer something of value to our customers. And so I don't know if you noticed on the, on the Instagram, you know, we throw in things like, you know, parenting hacks or like, you know, just motivational or positive, um, posts that people can relate to. Um, so we're not just trying to sell something all the time. So I tried to build up as much as I could. We, we kind of wanted to launch, but we wanted to make sure that we had, you know, at least a bit of a following, um, we've mainly focused on Instagram. And then I boosted a couple of posts right before we launched just to try and get some more followers, get some more people on our email list. Um, And I think we launched with about a little over a thousand followers. Um, And I think now we're on about 1400 followers. Um, So yeah, we're kind of just trying to to grow that. And I'm still figuring out the marketing stuff a lot. You know, we have a number of people on our email list and actually something that we've recently started doing is, um, we have, uh, like a, kind of like a, a mom blog, um, where we, we send things out by email, like just, um, small, I wouldn't even call it a newsletter but like a a very brief um, snippet yeah just like um, things that either people will find relatable or useful you know like screen free activities for kids or like things that kids can help with like chores that kids can help with around the house or you know if you're feeling lonely or um, isolated things you can do to help with that you know just Really brief to the point, um, almost kind of bullet point style, just to offer something of value to our customers, and that's something that we just send out by email. So that's not on our Instagram. That's just for our um, you know email subscribers.
2: I think uh, I think the marketing part we realize is that's probably the one that's going to take us a little like a a little bit of a learning curve to it. Um, but we really believe in our product, and we believe that like. Once people see our stuff, they're gonna wanna be a part of what we're doing. Um, It's just about getting it in front of the eyes. And, uh, you know, we're slowly getting there. A lot of followers, you know, each day,
0: creating something amazing
2: reach those people yeah
0: and marketing is a challenge and that's something you know for people listening it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to be an overnight success and you're going to have a thousand plus followers and, and things like that so i think it's really great that you're transparent in the challenges that you have faced in creating a business because there will be highs and there will be lows and everything in between so thank you for sharing the challenges that you've had with the marketing side of things but I also saw actually on your Instagram, you guys have kind of been doing like Thanksgiving sales and kind of tapping into Black Friday. Is that kind of helping the angle with our brand awareness um, in terms of, you know, having that little discount to try and get people in to try your product to hopefully get returning customers again? Yeah.
2: That was the idea, yes. Um, Pretty much just, it's not like a big profit thing. We just wanted people to come to the site and see what we have to offer.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I had, I had done uh, some research elsewhere and, and learned that Black Friday is, is kind of the one time of year, if anybody expects a sale, it's Black Friday. And so even if you offer just a very small percentage, if you can do that, you know, you, you should. And so we were like, well, you know, at this point, It's, we just really want people to know about us and and to get our message out there. So we wanted to offer a a discount. And again, we offered a, a, like a kind of VIP discount to our email subscribers. And then there was a generic, um, slightly smaller discount for our, um, for people that we posted on Instagram. Like anybody could use that, that came through the website (laughs) again, as like an incentive to try and get people to, to come and be part of our community.
0: Mm -hmm. That's incredible. And touching more. I'm kind of going about a a roundabout way here, but once you launched, how did you actually um, go in terms of revenue and sales for your launch? And has those incentives with Black Friday and uh, Thanksgiving promos really helped you kind of grow your revenue or or grow your percentage in how many visitors are coming to your website?
1: I think that we saw uh, again, I I boosted a couple of posts for Thanksgiving over Black Friday and um, it definitely got some more eyes on the website uh which i guess is is the goal um and it's, you know to get more sales ultimately but uh again i think this is a this is kind of a, a steep learning curve for us in terms of, of understanding the marketing understanding ads and what works better than others and you know we i could definitely know a little bit more about kind of testing and and the the kind of analytics side of it Um, which I'm I'm working on.
2: Uh. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we saw um, a difference in sales as far as doing stuff on Black Friday, but I... We did get a few. Yeah, we got a few more, but um, as we do this and as we continue and we have the community that we we want, we expect... Just like with my clothing business in the beginning, on the first Black Friday wasn't the same as the second Black Mm -hmm. Friday, you know? Yeah. So that's the goal here. It wasn't... We didn't expect $500,000 in sales on Black yeah. Friday, but we just wanted some more eyes. Mm-hmm.
0: And I definitely think you achieved that. And it's great marketing that you've done and, and the tiles that you even had in posts, sorry, that you had on Instagram were very eye-catching and and such cute kids. So how could you not click and want to interact with cute kids like that? But um, how did you guys perform on launch?
2: I think the launch was the obviously the best day as, as far as selling.
0: Yeah,
1: the, the launch was was pretty good, but we obviously had a lot of support from our friends and we had also given um, a launch discount to all of our models. So, um, you know, it was kind of great because they also had, they had already experienced our clothes. They had already got a chance to, to see them and feel them. And, you know, obviously they know that our background and it's coming from such a good place. So we had a lot of support from friends and family. Um, and then yeah, we... a
2: lot of people, once they put the stuff on or saw their kids mm. with the stuff on and how soft it, how is. Soft it was, oh it was like the, the big comment. It's so soft. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's again, you know, I feel like, we have something here and we just need to get it to people.
1: Yeah. So it it was a, it was a great start. It was a great response and we did get sales as well from, you know, people who had heard about us through Instagram or whatever. Um, and I think we just have to continue to push with like influencers, which I I've definitely not done enough of. Um, I think, you know, with, with, by the time we got ready with our product and then launch, it was really close together. So I really didn't do any of that before launch. It's only been since launch. So definitely need to keep working on um, that to help with brand awareness, uh, to just continue to, to grow. Because I feel like we we kind of, uh, launch was great, but it wasn't consistent after that. So we just need to kind of keep getting eyes to, to be able to grow, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And once again, it's really great that you highlight that because everyone listening can can always learn from anyone that we have on this podcast with those sort of things that it's not going to be a massive, amazing launch and you keep keeping those things. Sometimes it is, which is absolutely incredible. But like I mentioned earlier, there will be ebbs and flows and, and it's all a learning process, which is really great. And one of the most amazing things about starting a business and, and working on a business that you're passionate about. But I wanted to circle back to the great mission that you guys had and, and give this as an opportunity to kind of speak more about the shelters that you work with and um, kind of shed some more light on that because I think a lot of people listening will really find that quite inspiring as well and, and know that there is possibilities to do amazing things like that. So I'll hand it over to you guys to kind of talk to you more about the shelters that you work with and, and more behind that mission.
1: Yeah, um, it's something that I've I've always felt um, passionate about and i've i've tra- kind of always dabbled with like charity work and and trying to do things for for other people and so i've done volunteering at uh homeless shelters and then more recently domestic violence shelters and i used to volunteer at a shelter in new york city uh which i stopped attending in person in, during the pandemic so obviously everything shut down and we weren't allowed to go into the shelter anymore and so I still wanted to, to give back. I still want to do things and, and domestic violence shelters is definitely something that's, that, that is really close to my heart and I really want to help there. And, you know, it just kind of made sense with the when I said about my friend being pregnant and the, the ideas kind of just snowballed Kind of just made sense to me, you know, that these children grow out of clothes so quickly. We all know, like you know, these babies grow out of things in five minutes. So, you know, these these great quality clothes are not getting the the life that they deserve, you know. And especially the fact that we we've really paid close attention to the quality of the products that we've got, you know, and, and some of these babies might only wear it for a couple of months, and you know. With, we,
2: we all have that, with... that shirt in the closet that we've had for six years. <laughs> so, you know, maybe the baby clothing can go that long. <laughs>
1: well, but especially with, uh, with domestic violence shelters, you know, a lot of survivors will show up at a domestic violence shelter with nothing. They, you know, nothing more than the clothes on their back. And especially with children, that's just one, one less thing that I want people to have to worry about. You know they can come to the shelter and you know at least be able to have a fresh clean pair of clothes to be able to change into for their kids you know
0: and it's beautiful that message and i I, i'm glad that you're you know sharing more about that because you know that's something that definitely stood out to me um even having that as something you you could do because i've never seen it from a brand that we've spoken to yet so i think you're the first which is incredible um and especially with how many people are in New York City alone, I'm sure so many people could really, really use those, those clothing for their little bubs, which is incredible.
1: Um, yeah, I want to start in New York City, but hopefully, you know, go even wider and spread that reach even further.
0: And so far, based on um, the items that you have sold, what has been some of the feedback that you received from the customers, whether it's been about um, them unboxing it, whether it's been about the really soft materials, or has it actually been about your ethos and giving back? And have you yet to receive anything back or um, any good praise there?
2: Well, we haven't got anything back yet because I think we've been around for almost almost three months now, so it might not be time for somebody to. Reach- to return well, something.
1: Yeah. Yet? Two months we've been like,
2: yeah, yeah. So we're expecting that soon. Yeah. Which is kind of exciting. Yes. Um, but the softness for me, that's, that's what I'm hearing a lot of.
1: Yeah, definitely. The reviews have been uh, so soft, like buttery soft. Even the first time we touched it, we were like, wow, this is, this is like amazing. It just feels such good quality. And, you know, we really, uh we really knew then that we were, you know, we, we, this is competitive, you know, we've got such great material and I, you know, looking at where we're priced in, in the market with other, other people, you know, we, we, this is competitive and, and we wanted it to be affordable for people too. Um,
2: Yeah. Cause when you think organic clothing, you think you're, you're maybe paying a little bit more or higher end and you kind of are a little bit, but we want to stretch that out and uh, keep it going where, It's definitely worth that money, and it's still very, it's it's competing with other brands. Yeah, it's nothing that you know is going to break the wallet, but nothing about the smells yet, and I'm (laughs) waiting for that to come. Smell good.
0: Damn it. No, I'm sure you'll hear uh, uh, all about the smells of the organic, organic cotton and the earthiness. But I, I, um, I think it's really, really great. And I love that you're getting so much great feedback from a multitude of different, um, great areas in your business, but working towards, you know, wrapping up here, your next, as you mentioned, you've only been in life for two months, which is incredible. Your next two months from here, or your next, um, six months where do you guys kind of see yourself you touched upon getting out of new york city and, and broadening your horizons but also touching on you know other areas of having your own clothing is there anything else that you guys kind of want to hit in terms of um, milestones or goals in the next three to six months
2: yeah i, I, I abby's been trying to do a lot of um, speaking with a lot of influencers and other people who have small businesses through the facebook group or just searching on instagram uh, with a lot of children's toy companies and stuff like that we would love to add more or, or uh do stuff with other companies where we could sell their stuff on our site and vice versa and kind of work together i think that's <laughs> kind of where she wants to go with it but i could love it wrong.
1: i mean i yeah this is the first i heard about it but that's great <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought you wanted
1: that's to
2: do to with like, uh, the,
1: no, I think we were, we, I was talking about doing a giveaway with other companies that, that complement ours. So, um, potentially looking at doing a giveaway this Christmas, uh, with, um, you know, there's another company that does, uh, like head wraps and turbans and things. And another one that does like silicone products like teethers and spoons and things like that, which I thought was super exciting. So that's potentially in the works, but yeah, I think further down the line, um, for the next couple of months, just to continue to grow and, and get more eyes on our products, working with influencers, doing giveaways, um, just brand awareness, really. And then, you know, in the future, just to, um, I mean, as we already said, to, to grow, to get more donations back and to continue to grow and give back to, to different shelters further afield, you know, spread across the US and then ultimately, maybe even internationally, I
0: don't know. Mm-hmm. There's so many great prospects coming, whether it is, you know, as you Danny's just giving you a brand new idea, but I think it's really, really great. (laughs) That's
2: what I want to do.
0: Yeah, no, collaboration is key, but I think it's really, really important. And um, I'm excited to see where you guys go in the next three to six months as well. And hopefully we can catch up again when, you know, you've got some new things coming out, which would be always great. But my last question and my most favorite question is anyone listening to this who might be in a similar situation where They either want to give back in a different way since the pandemic they want to create their own business or just follow their passion what advice would you both give to them
2: my advice would just just go don't stop don't get down on yourself about something so silly you just keep keep going just a little bit and you'll look back two months and you'll realize how much you got done in two months you know, it's gonna. She would say anyway. It, the time's gonna pass no matter what. So you might as well, you know, not sit on the couch and watch a movie for an hour and actually, you know, do something. So I think that's that's my advice. Just one step in front of the other.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely something I would say. Um, but yeah, piggybacking, piggying back off that, uh, just start. You know, and and you know, the information's out there, and honestly, like we we've learned so much from doing the, the start and scale course. Like we wouldn't be, I had I had no idea what, where to start with this before. And it really gave us a pathway to be able to just start. Like I knew I wanted to, um, And, you know, we had a moment when we were just during our launch in the first week where, you know, I looked at all the orders that we were packaging up and, you know, I said to him like, wow, like, look how far we've come. Six months ago, we were laying in bed, just talking about, you know, what, I wonder if, what if, what if this happened, you know? And, you know, we're talking about names of the company and, and here we are doing it. And it's, you know, all the, the packaging is printed and these these clothes are ours and our designs you know and and this all came in such a short period of time because we said yeah let's do it you know and so yeah just start
2: we we were actually looking back at some of the old logos not too long ago and it's just Mm -hmm. funny to see you know what it could have been it's been
1: a whole process
0: yeah
2: it's it's fun it's fun to look at and like the colors that we chose and just little things like that are are funny
0: Definitely and it's super rewarding I bet and I just want to thank you both Abby and Danny, for sitting down with me today and speaking about your business and and sharing all the amazing things that you've been able to achieve in such a short amount of time and I really do look forward to catching up hopefully again with you in the next couple of months to see where you guys are at but thank you again and um, yeah I look forward to seeing everything that comes in the future. Thank you so much Molly.
2: Thank you, appreciate it.
0: Hey guys, we hope you're loving From Zero to Founder and you're getting a ton of value from it. If you want to access the exact free training that led today's founder to where they are now, head to founder.com or head to the link in the show notes.